welcome back once again, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast. Tonight, we tread the same waters that we treaded last night. Talking once again about what happened this weekend in the NFL because I just didn't get to it at all. I was like, I was going to have to be there for like another hour. I was like, just end the podcast. We'll talk about it tomorrow, which is today, technically tonight. Recap of week eight of the 2022 NFL season. Also a little bit of uh, Brooklyn Nets stuff and probably some other pop culture stuff because if I'm pausing music. If I'm going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets, I'm obviously going to talk about Kyrie Irving, which probably means that I'm going to have some type of a, a little tete-a-tete about Kanye uh, West because they are linked in their anti-Semitic comments. And uh, some people, I remember I was watching, here, here I go, here I go. I remember I was watching this like uh this radio show, right? Or this uh this internet sports show and they were like I don't believe politics has a place in sports. Um it, like politics is everywhere. You can either subscribe to that fact or you can deny it. But regardless, it doesn't care like politics are everywhere. It's like you know, the roads that you drive on are built by the government. The infrastructure that our country has is built by and then sustained by our government. And on and on and on and on and on. Politics is all around you. It is the alpha and the omega of our lives. I don't want to make it seem like it's this like very, very grandiose thing. And I'm not phrasing it somewhat the right way. But I'm trying to say is that like, Regardless of whether or not you want to talk about politics or you want politics in, your, in these very specific things or not, it doesn't matter because it's always around you. It's always active. Politics are happening regardless of whatever political party you talk, uh, not talk about, excuse me, but regardless of whatever political affiliation that you have. And then people get pissy because you have politics that are different from theirs and they want to win. They want to be right. And I'm like, yeah. Ironically enough, that's not how politics works. Unpause my music. So we'll talk about it. I don't care. Um, I don't care. I don't care what the reaction is. I've never cared. <laughs> I'm like, I've never cared. But um, we'll talk about the Brooklyn Nets and we'll probably open the show with the Brooklyn Nets just, just because. I'm like, I'm in that mood. I'm a little bit sassy today. So we'll talk about it. And, um, yeah, well, that'll, that'll probably be the show today. Anyways, all that coming up next, 24's Pockets. Hold on, I gotta get a fucking, fucking pillow, man. This chair, been sitting in my lounge chair for years. This lounge chair for years, and it's just like, it just started to hurt my back. So now I gotta go out and get something, because it's like, it reclines in a hard bar that's just been like 
in my back and my back has been sore for like the last couple of days. It is not good. And then it's like because of the seat, I like sink into the chair. It's like it's gived a little bit where my where I sit down. So I'm like I'm slouching or I'm synced in to the chair while my back is like hitting this bar for like hours and hours. It is as uncomfortable as it sounds. So give me like two seconds to get a pillow so that way I can like sit on that so that way I won't like slouch and sink into the chair and so that way I can like potentially not destroy my back because I've I haven't worked out in almost two weeks because I've been hurt because of this motherfucking chair hold on <sighs> all right got a pillow also, it's like, it's been bad on my knees. This chair is just like, I need two new chairs. I need like one chair for like relaxation. And then I need one chair for like, oh my God, that's so much better. I need like one chair for like relaxation and then one chair for like work. It's just like both of these chairs fucking suck. Suck. I also just thought about getting a couch. Because I'm very, very small. And I'm just like, why wouldn't I just get a couch, lay down on the couch, and then just read and have, like, a very, very, like, chill zone. Like, um, I remember, like, um, I have, like, in the room that I record the podcast in, it's, uh, I live in a house. And the room that I record the podcast in, I, like, um, I have a window that just, I have, like, two windows that are on opposite sides of the room. So I, like, get two different perspectives on the house. One window um, is where my like my bed is, and then on the opposite end of the room, I have like uh, I have just like stuff over there, and smack dab in the middle is like my setup for the podcast, my TV, like all that stuff. And I thought about like the Hey Arnold room, like Arnold's room in Hey Arnold, and how he like sits on a lo- not sits on a ro- loft, but like he lives in a loft. And he has, like, essentially, he has, like, a couch bed and, like, a bookshelf, like, right next to that where he has, like, so much stuff. And I and I thought about that room. And, like, sometimes I have, like, the these, like, dreams of, like, just, like, having a couch right next to the window and having, like, my lamp right next to the window as well. So that way I can, like, and also, like, moving my TV over there as well. Uh, so that way I can like watch TV and play video games and stuff like that and just chill out over there instead of like chilling out in my work desk, you know, cause I'm like, that's not, I don't know. It's like, I'd spend a lot of time in this room. I would like to have a leisure area instead of just like it being my bed or in this chair that's hurting my back now. So I don't know. Regardless. Let me get on to the whole Kyrie Irving situation in Brooklyn and kind of the fallout from that. So, if you don't know what's going on in the last couple of days, Kyrie Irving, the... I mean, should I play some clips? I can probably find some clips. Kyrie Irving is so... Fucking annoying. Let me turn on my, on my, uh, on my lamp here. Give me like two seconds. Hold on. Let me turn on my lamp. 
here we go. I'm like, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do things the semi-academic way, right? So, I'm, I've learned a lot of things in my life. I continue to learn a lot of things in my life. I'm reading like three books, really four at this point. I'm reading a fictional book called Jade City. I'm reading three non-fictional books. And it's ironic that we're talking about anti-Semitism because one of the books kind of covers that fact. Maybe not directly, but semi-indirectly. And so <clears throat> I'm reading Jade City a book about chess, because I want to get better at chess, and I'm reading a book about algebra, right? Those are four or five. The fifth book that I am reading, I just picked up a couple of weeks ago from Barnes & Noble, is called Operation Paperclip. Now, if you have no idea what Operation Paperclip is, Operation Paperclip was this top-secret intelligence program, and I'm reading the cover of the book, it was a top-secret intelligent program that brought Nazi scientists to America. Now, if you go down the conspiracy theorist rabbit hole, you will hear them reference Operation Paperclip. Because it is true. It is very true. The United States government did, in fact, bring over Nazi scientists over into America because essentially they were worried about the Russians, not only aeronautical division, their air superiority, potentially. They were also worried about these things called ABC warfare, which back in the 40s, it was a big deal. ABC warfare essentially stands for Atomic, Biological, and Chemical Warfare. So around the end of World War II, the Nazi scientists, engineers, et cetera, et cetera, had essentially developed the first jet-powered engine and the first jet-powered aircraft ever to fly in, not a world war, but just a war in general. I think the first two prototypes or the first two um, machines were shot down by the legendary aeronautical group, the Tuskegee Airmen, formed by a bunch of um, black pilots who were segregated into their own uh, fighter squadron of aircraft. And they were given P-51 Mustangs and they painted the P-51 Mustangs red, which is why they're called the Red Tails, because they painted their, the back of their, their, uh, their airplanes red, right? A little bit of World War II history for you. So Russia and America is trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we advance our ABC warfare? Well, America already advanced their ABC warfare. They're the A in ABC warfare with their atomic bomb. The Germans failed to build their own for version of atomic bomb. They did have biological warfare, which is like germs, right? They had semi-weaponized a bubonic plague back in the 40s. And they had also had had this human pesticide called Taven. Again, we're getting really, really deep into like World War II, right? And like secret wonder weapon, wonder, wonder wafty, or it's something German. It's like wonder weapons, right? 
So the Germans had had all of this technology that specifically the United States had wanted and Russia had wanted because they thought that there was going to be a fourth world war. That was the Cold War. They were a little bit wrong. They were a lot very they were very wrong on the implications of that. And the United States had essentially built their rocket program in the, of the 60s off of the technological innova innovations of some of the World War II pilots, or not pilots, excuse me, um, some of the Nazi scientists and things of that nature. It, like, by the by, like, one of them, head of NASA in the 1960s during the, uh, the space race, was one Warner Von Braun, who, super Nazi, you, like, let me show you. You may not get it, and you may think, 24, you're insane, you're just an idiot conspiracy theorist. Let me show you. Let me show you. He developed the V-2 rocket, which was a devastating, devastating missile um, in World War II. I have no idea how to spell his name. Warner Von. He's German, so I don't know how to spell his name. So let me show you. Da, 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 da. Let me find. There's got to be a section on Operation Paperclip. Oh, yeah, and the book details a bunch of very, very disturbing things that the Nazis did. Yeah, it goes into detail about it. Like, it's a shit ton of paragraphs, but essentially, like, his wiki page essentially goes uh, um, under his work under the Nazi regime, experiments with rocket, with rocket aircraft. This is, like, in reference to the V-2 rocket. It also mentions the SS slave labor so, again, if you don't know, like, the war crimes that essentially the Nazis committed, essentially they, um, well, let me, let me show you some. It's actually mentioned in the book, instead of just reading his wiki page. Also, it's written by, like, a super accredited journalist. Her name is, her name is Annie Jacobson. She's super awesome. She's super dope. I recommend the book. But um, I'm on, I'm about 50 pages into the book. And the author is essentially detailing, I think, a, uh, what's the word? Essentially, this soldier engaged in combat had essentially stumbled across one of the slave labor camps that were making some of these advanced technological weapons for the Nazis. The book goes uh, goes far to say as this. No amount of fighting prepared John Risen Jones for what he saw through the lens of his Leica, which is like Leica. Leica, it's a, like an old camera. When his unit entered Nordhausen, this is like a mine where they uh where they like constructed bombs and stuff like that using obviously like um uh, concentration camp members and also like essentially slave labor right here we go the photographs he took documented the tragedy that had befallen thousands of v2 rocket laborers condemned to die as slaves in the tunnels here Hundreds of corpses were stretched out across the tunnel floors. Equally disturbing was the condition of hundreds more still alive. Emaciated humans covered with bruises and sores, too weak to even stand. 
quote, it is a fabric of moans and whimpers of delirium and outright madness. We called fellow soldier Staff Sergeant Donald Schultz. John Risen Jones will not speak of it for 51 years. And so I mentioned that, and by the way, that's just one paragraph on one page out of 51 that I've read. Again, it doesn't just like detail the Nazi like war crimes that they committed, but it also like ties in scientists that again committed those war crimes and then were recruited into Operation Paperclip and essentially allowed amnesty in the United States. So a lot of conspiracy theorists are right. This is like an actual thing. This is 1000% something that actually happened. I think it's on his wiki page. I'm not, I'm not sure. It should be. But this is like, hold on. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm skimming. But I remember reading that it was on his, uh, on his wiki page. But regardless, he was a part of Operation Paperclip. He was, he's essentially the most notorious guy out of it because he was like, he was essentially one of the faces of our space race program. Super Nazi, by the way. So what you'll always have is you'll always have conspiracy theorists point to oper Operation Paperclip, which is something that 1000% did happen once again. And be like, see, we're not crazy. We're right. We know more than you do. In this case, yes, they do. In almost every other, boom, it's, it's literally the second paragraph. I was scrolling in like his bio and stuff like that and reading the long form um, information. Uh, this is on his wiki page. As a young man, Von Braun worked in Nazi Germany's rocket development program. He helped develop and co-develop the V2 rocket at, it's a very long German word, during World War II. Following the war, he was secretly moved to, to the United States along with about 1,600 other German scientists, engineers, and technicians as part of Operation Paperclip. And there is like a whole wiki section and page on that as well. With how many sources? 158 sources on it. So like, again, it's legit. It's the thing that conspiracy theorists point to all the time. It's a real thing. A lot of people reference it to show that there is some sanity with them. But then they will reference things like flat earth theory, which is always, 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 always operating. People who talk about flat earth are always operating with like intellectual dishonesty with a mix of cognitive dissonance. Essentially meaning that no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they will always believe in their flat earth theory. Now, Kyrie Irving is incredibly pretentious because he thinks that he is significantly more intelligent than everybody else and he could not be pissed uh, to essentially... He, he not even pissed. He thinks that he is so above reproach that he cannot even be questioned on his own brazen ignorance. It is shocking to me how stupid... Kyrie Irving is, how little information that he has read on anything relevant to the Holocaust. 
I mean, I did a whole eighth grade class where we were shown like starved concentration camp members. And it was a shit ton of Jewish people that were targeted with extraordinary extreme prejudice by the Nazi party, by the Nazi regime, by the eight, by Adolf Hitler, the final solution. Essentially, if we kill all the Jews and if we work them to death, they will serve penance for their crimes, which essentially just amounts for existing and living. And all of our problems that essentially started in Germany after their defeat on World War One, in World War One, will be washed away. Our economic collapse essentially of the 1920s, 1930s, gone. If we persecute the Jews, as Jewish people have been persecuted for hundreds upon hundreds of years, and Kyrie Irving, in his, he has no depth to his own stupidity. As we see time and time and time again with Kyrie. Kyrie has one of the dumbest interviews I have ever seen in my entire life, predicated by essentially the most unintelligible answers I I just I don't understand. Um I'll I don't I've seen clips of it. I don't really know where it starts, where it ends, but um I have the full interview here and we'll we'll discuss. We'll discuss. Philippians 2:11 and my name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. So I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, "You know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh." So Went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh, that came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. What? So what? Went out and shared it on my platform. Hold on. Then Yahweh. I was like, you know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh, that came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. In terms of the backlash or what people call it, uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a... This I agree with. This I agree with. The person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people africa is in it whether we want and this is another like issue with black hebrews which is essentially like one of the most racist groups in america i remember nick wright was talking about it like one of the most racially exclusionary groups in america is like the black hebrews in new york as well as the orthodox jews ironically enough um in new york just like just some of the most racist groups in america Maybe not in America, but specifically one of the most, maybe not racist is the best way to describe it, racially exclusive, meaning like if you're not black, you can't get in. If you're not Jewish, you can't get in. Like, but regardless, but the whole like, and he'll go on. Let me, let me try and like fast forward a little bit. I think I found parts of the clip, but what he said about the whole, well, I typed in my name in Amazon and I found this documentary and I shared it and it's just like. 
I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. We'll continue forward. On the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do yes. you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? are going to say that you are Yeah, I put promoting. it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. You're free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. It's not me. Nothing. By no people that you're making up, bro. Move on. But by posting what you did. Move on. Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions? And they're gonna say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is gonna be a clip. This is gonna be. All right. So, the journalist in question actually did his job and like pushed back on Kyrie Irving. Um, but 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 let me let me backtrack up before I think he goes on this rant. Hold on. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I am no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of. The adultery of oh, you. You cannot post that. Why not? Why not? I don't hear an uproar of that. I'm not here to be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive. And it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. A little bit before that, I think this is Anybody when he addresses the Alex Jones stuff. And obviously wasn't meant for them. Hopefully I'm understanding what you said and I, I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to miss quote I don't any expect, part of it. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball and then we bring up religion as if it's... Let me like back up a little bit more. Let me try and find the Alex Jones clip and I'll address kind of this whole thing in totality and then we'll move on. And I don't feel like I need to address the whole Kanye West stuff, but I probably will. A little bit in terms of anti-semitism and who are the original chosen people of god and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no i don't live my way like that i don't live my life that way excuse me i grew up in a melting pot and i say a melting pot of all races white black red yellow jewish christian muslim and you can see the way i live my life now i'm not here to be divisive so they could push their agenda i don't want to say they because i'm not identifying any one group or race of people but i'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community. And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people and my community and those that it's actually gonna impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them. Hopefully I'm understanding what you said and I, I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to misquote any expect, part of it. I don't expect understanding. Let me try and find it where he's like referencing Alex Jones. I had a lot of time last year. Hold on. Take it that this was, the, what you shared was not something that you've even watched. This was, you did, okay, you did watch it or either watch it or apply. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt uh -huh. anybody? Did I harm any complexities for me to get here? Or any of the kids that felt like... All right, I can't find the Alex Jones clip as well, but 
in reference to it, he essentially like he put something out where he was just like he doesn't uh or he like he put out a conspiracy theory that Alex Jones has been heralding since like the nineties. So we talked about like war crimes that Jewish people have, like crimes against humanity that were established in like Nuremberg. These are like like literally like like you have committed you have done things that is like illegal to the human race, the Holocaust. Kyrie references the documentary, right? Have I seen it? No. Why do I need to see misinformation? Why do I need to read misinformation? The fact that the documentary itself, and by the way, other people have watched it and other people are reporting things, for example, like this. This is a quote from the movie. America has God's jewelry. The Americans have the jewels of God. The Americans have stolen God's precious jewels. What do you, what do you mean his precious jewels? The soldier asked. Then the person who is being quoted says, America has stolen the Jews, the jewels of God, his jewelry. The Negroes, they are the true Hebrews. What a foolish move and a direct challenge to God. And they plan on moving these false white Jews into a state of Israel. Because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel. And to keep America secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. And so this is like page one, sentence one of... Uh, like black Hebrews and probably this is like page one sentence one of like some of the things that Kyrie Irving believes among flat earth theory and things. I was like, didn't he also like, like, I don't even know his stance on COVID or like, I don't know if he believes that it exists or exists or not. I don't know, but he, he doesn't believe in the vaccine. He didn't get vaccinated and things of that nature. The person that I quoted from the movie, and this is exhausting to say, once again, this is cognitive dissonance at its finest. This is intellectual, intellectual, um, unintegrity at its finest as well. The person that I quoted a couple of seconds ago was Adolf Hitler, believed to be said and at the bottom of the uh, the quote, it says, uh, believed to be said by Adolf Hitler in a secret document before his death in an undisclosed location. Probably in the Fuhrer bunker, which is like the bunker under Berlin where Adolf, uh, Hitler, excuse me, Adolf Hitler, like, lived his final days. Again, it's in Operation Paperclip. So Kyrie says all of this anti-Semitic shit. I'm a bit shocked and surprised that the league didn't suspend him. I'm shocked and surprised that, maybe not shocked and surprised, because Kanye West has essentially given people a platform to spew very, very hateful language with the whole, um, I can say anti-Semitic things about Jewish people and Adidas won't break my contract. Ironically enough, Adidas, a couple of days after that clip went viral, 
did break their contract with Kanye West because he's an anti-Semitic piece of shit. And so is kind of Kyrie Irving. Some people have been very charitable about him. He's a fucking dipshit. He wants to hide behind, well, I do this for my community. Well, then educate yourself, Kyrie. I'm literally reading four books right now. One for fun, but three so that way I can learn things about things. And it just seems like, like literally in this interview, his whole vibe is like a adult who has their arms crossed and who has like their face contorted in such a way that they have, it looks like they have smelled like a wet fart. He looks disgusted and annoyed to be there. He's petulant and he's ignorant as well. And worse yet, he is uneducated, simply put. He is categorically uneducated, more so specific, maybe not uneducated is the best way. He is miseducated. He thinks that because he knows a couple of conspiracy theories, most of them wrong and potentially one of which is right, that he now is the end-all be-all in judgment on what is real and what is fake. I'm like, dude, you're fucking black. You're not Jewish, Kyrie. How could you be a Muslim and then be Jewish? It's an ethno-religion. Like, this is not difficult to understand if you took five fucking seconds to Google some of this shit. He says, I think information should be available to all people, and yet he doesn't take the effort to pursue said information because he's fucking stupid at the highest of levels. I've never seen so bo- someone be so fucking dumb and sit in their own unintelligence like a pig sits in their own filth in a trough on a daily basis. I cannot believe how stupid Kyrie Irving is. I cannot believe how racist to be honest with you his comments are and i cannot i cannot believe that he has the fucking audacity to be so pretentious when he sits up fucking on a fucking you know during a press conference being asked questions about his anti-semitic shit and then the fucking alex jones shit and then he had like and he had this whole like prepared statement about alex jones where he was just like What did he say about Alex Jones? He said that, uh, by the way, if you don't know Alex Jones, Alex Jones is a vile human being. Vile human being. That, if you don't remember, there is a school shooting. I mean, it's just like, like because we live in America, it's just like, which school shooting? Um, Well, the one that happened about, let's say, almost 10 years ago, it was called Sandy Hook. Happened at an elementary school in uh, Connecticut called Sandy Hook Elementary, where a shooter had walked into the school and I think taken almost 30 lives in, a, in one of the biggest school shootings even to date. One man, his name is Alex Jones, essentially started up a movement surrounded by conspiracy theories that the school shooting did not happen, it did not exist whatsoever, didn't happen. The children that died are not only not dead, and you may you may say to me, well, he he said he's probably gonna say that they never existed, right? 
No, he thinks that they existed, or he has tried to convince people that they did not exist, and that they were child actors, which literally makes no sense. None whatsoever. But once again, he probably found people that were as dumb as Kyrie Irving to get on board with that. And he has been harassing the families of the victims, having people stalk these people. I think to one point where I think somebody like fired on um, like fired a gun or something like that. I may be misremembering this myself, but they like shot a gun at one of the houses. They like have defaced some of the memorials for some of the children that have passed. They've like gone to the families and harassed the families and said like where's your kid one lady has even called one of the alleged not alleged victims excuse me this is not alleged this is real but has called one of the victims is um one of the victims fathers one of the child children that had died and essentially said and insinuated that not only that the child was alive, but that the father was sexually assaulting him in an addict. Like, this is where the conspiracy theories, like, it's just like, well, okay. Like, now you're getting into some really, really dark shit overall. And so Alex Jones, if you haven't been following, once again, has been in the news lately and recently because he has been sued by these families, rightfully so, because they have been harassing him for the better part of a decade. And he has lost court case after court case after court case because he thinks, once again, that he lives in a simulation or whatever. He lives in a weird world that's that has a bunch of conspiracy theories. And he thinks that he can just get away with like saying very, very vile things that affect people's lives, that send people to their houses, that have people be harassed by his fans. And he has lost now potentially hundreds of millions of dollars, somewhere potentially close to a billion in court cases in the last couple of months. It's been a disastrous couple of months for him. And Kyrie Irving put this Sandy Hook elementary school shooter um, denial, not shooter, but he's like a denial of denier, excuse me, of the shooting. Um, he promoted him. And by the way, like, I cannot believe like, this is the whole Amber Heard, like defining what defamation is. She's just like, I didn't republish the article. It's like Kyrie. If you put something out to your hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers on the internet, you are promoting it. That's literally the definition of promotion. Again, you are very, very stupid if you don't think that that's promotion, good or bad. There is, there is such a thing as good and bad promo. But you're promoting it. Promoting it, excuse me. But then, to give Kyrie Irving some credit, he did say, I don't stand by... Uh, what Alex Jones did with Sandy Hook. And it's just like, then why the fuck would you promo something that he did, that he said? Again, Kyrie Irving is a fucking moron. He's a dipshit. He's an idiot. He's a phenomenal basketball player. But he is incredibly stupid. Incredibly stupid. I mean, we talk 
I've talked about this for about an hour. I'm going to keep going and we'll talk about football here in 30 to 40 minutes. But once again, Kyrie Irving, fucking moron, dipshit, idiot. On the flip side of that, you also have Kanye West in the news for the multiple upon multiple upon multiple upon multiple quotes of anti-Semitism over the last month. It is so exhausting to even like think about and reference how many times he has been anti-Semitic in the last month from the whole um, like I don't even I don't even have an example for you because I've had to like purge my mind of some of this shit. But the quote that sticks out for me is the whole like essentially blaming Jewish people for everything that's going wrong in his life. Essentially, it's incredibly obnoxious how much I've seen Kanye West just be. It's like, you know, it's like um just seeing somebody be racist all the time. And just having to be like, I can't, I can't like document every single thing that he does anymore because it's just, he does so much of it. But yes, Kanye, the reason why we're talking about Kanye now a little bit is I think it's relevant. And I think the backlash to Kyrie Irving probably wouldn't be as strong if Kanye West just wasn't a fucking idiot for like the last month and a half. But the reason why I'm going to talk about Kanye for a couple minutes is because I haven't talked about Kanye and I have a Music Matters podcast and I talk about music and things of that nature. So, yeah, I, I got to I gotta go in on Kanye too. But um, look, and I'll spend like five, ten minutes on Kanye as well. Kanye... I don't know, like, I've been out on Kanye West for years, right? The whole, like, slavery is, slavery is a choice thing that he said about five, six years ago. That's when I was just like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. I think he's a moron. I think he's a dipshit. He's not politically informed. Very, very few people are, by the way. Very few celebrities are. So if you are like, Kanye's right, or Kyrie's right, or Kyrie's wrong, or, like, they're not very politically informed right in Kanye's case I I haven't cared what he what any of his thoughts about politics are and were in like six years so for me this wasn't anything new this was just Kanye being Kanye or yay being yay because he legally changed his name to yay uh, or he now goes by the artist formerly known as Kanye West which is a Prince thing Prince Prince did that first, which is obnoxious. But Kanye has been on an absolute fucking anti-Semitic terror and not just anti-Semitic, but also just like, it's just been weird to watch Kanye West for like the last month because Kanye West obviously is not over Kim Kardashian. Like he's obviously not. He's referenced how... Uh, like the whole white lives matter thing, which is a, like, what is it? It's essentially like this, like, uh, response to black lives matter by a bunch of racist people. Again, I don't care. 
But Kanye West is so cucked by Kim Kardashian that he's just like, you know, like, um, of course, white lives matter because because uh, because my baby mama is white. And the whole Pete Davidson thing about how Pete Davidson was having sex with Kim Kardashian and how like Kim Kardashian had like put out some cringy stuff where she had like told her grandmother that her and Pete Davidson had had sex over a fire and even Pete Davidson being super cringy as well. Like all this stuff is just obnoxious and it's been obnoxious for months and seeing like, what was that dumbass podcast called? It was called the drinks champ. I have never seen people dick ride somebody as much as those two guys dick rode Kanye West on that podcast. It was one. I mean, I thought I was fucking watching gay porn. I'm not going to lie to you or listening to it. Considering how much, how much dick riding those two grown ass men were doing on that podcast. I mean, it was, it was annoying and it went on for three fucking hours. That's the thing. It's like, I didn't watch it all, but holy fucking shit. Three motherfucking hours. This shit went on. And I cannot believe that these two dumb motherfuckers were like, yep, we posted it. And one of those guys, I think it was Nor or whatever. I don't, I don't remember who it was. One of them was like, one of them knew what he was doing. He was just like, yeah, we got Kanye on because he's essentially getting canceled because he's saying a bunch of anti-Semitic shit. And Kanye, or he, he wanted views. He wanted clout. He wanted views. And he got both. He got views. Uh, he got negative attention. He had to take it down because obviously it was uh, not a good look to have all this shit just on his fucking channel. But you can find it. It's super easy to find the full like three hour long thing. But I say all of that to say about Kanye West, like I can't listen to his fucking music anymore. And you know what? I've had this, I, I always have this perspective about music in the sense of, like, look, I'm not going to ever de devalue or discredit somebody's art. I'm not going to devalue it based upon political affiliation or, uh, or like association, right? Like if you're right leaning, I won't care about your music. Or excuse me, I won't care like if you're right leaning, if you have good music or if you have bad music. It's just like being right leaning or a conservative or whatever doesn't make you a bad musician or an artist. The same way that being a Democrat, a leftist, whatever, doesn't make you a bad artist or good artist or whatever the case. I'm not like objective i'm not like going to judge your music off off of your politics i'm not even going to judge your music off of who you are as a person like i love some of michael jackson's songs i love some of michael jackson's music he is a horrifying person he is a serial pedophile and perpetrator and predator of children even r kelly's music which is some really really awesome music is made by a 
horrible serial predator of African-American women. They're both terrible people. And if Michael Jackson was alive today, I would hope to God that he would be in fucking jail for the rest of his motherfucking life. And to, to be honest with you, before he died, he should have been in prison. That does not take away from their music. However, however, it does make them pieces of shit. But with all of that being said about Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, I don't really listen to their music. Even though I love Michael Jackson's music, I don't listen to his music. I love College Dropout. I love Graduation. I don't listen to fucking Kanye West anymore because of how much of a piece of shit he is. And to be honest with you, I can kind of live my life without ever living, listening to another Michael Jackson song, listening to another Kanye West song, listening to another R. Kelly song. I'm not going to cry fucking tears because I can't listen to beat it. <laughs> oh, God. But. God, man. I. Hey, God. I can't believe we got two fucking dipshits that think that they're fucking. God's gift to men. Kanye West literally like talks about himself in like a prophetic way. Kyrie Irving thinks that he is like politically, socially, and intellectually enlightened, and they're all just like dumbasses. I'm like, read, read. Why do I? I don't consider myself like super intelligent. By the by, like I have average level of intelligence. I'm just educated. That's that's the main difference. But I don't consider myself like. Like, smart, right? I just know stuff. And it's just like, I don't operate with this pretentiousness. It's Dunning-Kruger, like, 101. If you don't know Dunning-Kruger, Dunning-Kruger is, like, a psychological term that essentially just means, like, you overestimate your own abilities. It's like, it's it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's like... Uh, here's like the actual like wiki definition. It's like the Dunning-Kruger effect occurs when a person's lack of knowledge and skills in a certain area cause them to overestimate their own competence. It's essentially what I said. Another like the Wikipedia definition is like the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias whereby people with low ability, expertise, or experience regarding a certain type of task or area of knowledge tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge. So, there you go. It's like Dunning-Kruger. They don't know shit. They overestimate their abilities. Why? I, I don't know why. But, yeah. It's obnoxious to see very, very stupid people talk about very, very serious things and then have... Other people that like them um, comment and say, "Yep, they are. Uh, they're telling the truth, and they're they're um, they're intelligent, and they know what they're talking about." And it's just like, <sighs> God, I hate you people so much. Way too little people read books nowadays. Oh my God! Oh my God! So annoying. Yeah, that's all of the um, the political stuff. That's all of the uh, the pop culture stuff. I don't really know how else to describe it. It's uh, it's weird. Again, um, occasionally we have these discussions when 
when it becomes pertinent. I'm not like this isn't like a political podcast and I'm not necessarily that politically um, informed. I usually have to like get my politics from other people or I have to get my political information from other people because I don't necessarily read that much politics because if I did, I would spend a lot of my time reading about politics which if you've like ever like tried to read and research politics, it's very, very complex and very time consuming and very difficult. I'd rather have people that I would trust like Sam Cedar, Kyle Kalinske and um, David Pakman, like tell me what's going on in the world as well as like Philip DeFranco as well. So yeah. And Hassan Piker as well. Anyways, um, that's kind of it when it comes to, I guess, politics. We're going to now talk about some football things. We're going to recap some of the games. I'm kind of debating on whether or not I should just, like, remake another podcast and, like, talk about and But, eh. It's like we go from talking about anti-Semitism and, like, the Holocaust. I always, like, like if I can stay a couple of minutes on, like, a couple of minutes more. I know we've talked about it for almost an hour. I just, I think it's so important. I, I think it's just so important because it's insane how belittling it is of, like, I remember in eighth grade, Having my eighth grade teacher, my eighth grade English teacher, for some weird reason, because I grew up in Texas. But it's like, I don't know if it was the school district. Let me just Google something. But I remember, like, like, um, literally, my eighth grade teacher, my English teacher, having to instruct us about like the Holocaust and things of that nature and her telling us like, look, we're going to see very, very graphic things. We're going to see like, we're going to research, like we're going to look at like the Holocaust and like the true impact. And like, we're, it's going to get very, very like gory, right? Like she showed us pictures of mass graves that were dug she showed us extraordinarily horrifying things. Like for it's hard for me to even speak if I do get a little bit emotional about it. But she showed us like the status of Jewish people in concentration camps with that were essentially just like I remember a definition I think in the book was like skeletons with like sketched stretched skin on them. Like, they were just sticking bones. You could see, like, rib cages, their cheekbones. Like, it was, they were disturbingly malnourished. And I, I remember reading these stories of the allies who were just like, we just want to feed these people food because they are obviously malnourished. They are, uh, they are starved. And they've had to do labor. So they need nourishment. They need food. And the allied soldiers, mistakenly, at first, would give them their rations. They would give them, like, food and of course, because um, the uh, the prisoners of the concentration camp, and it didn't necessarily just mean Jewish people, it was a lot of Jewish people, but it was also like gypsies, and a lot of people, the Nazis, uh, were, were very, very um, happy with persecuting people that didn't look a certain way or believe a certain thing or whatever the case may be. And I remember looking at these images 
in hearing of these very, very horrifying stories. The the diary of Anne Frank to me is like some people like laud it as this great uh literary device of um of like teaching the horrors of the Holocaust. And to me it's not. To me it isn't. Specifically because it doesn't actually detail the, the um the crimes that were committed um to a lot of people in those concentration camps. And so whenever I hear of like somebody just being very, very casual and cavalier with just so, like we're getting into the territory of like Holocaust denial and things of that nature. It's just like by being like those people that died in the Holocaust, they weren't Jews. They're fake Jews. I'm like, like, I, I don't understand it. It's it's something that it's something as basic and as intrinsic that I learned in the eighth grade. And it's just like people just they want to fucking they, they want to be like incredibly stupid. I'm like, wow, I wow, wow. So that's why I like I talked about this for almost an hour because I just I cannot believe how incredibly unintelligent people are with something as significant and as important as like literal crimes committed against humanity. Like the, and I'll end with this, the obnoxious thing that people like Kanye West and Kyrie Irving constantly do and say is, well, you don't see it from my perspective. You haven't read my stupid book that is written by an illegitimate author or my documentary is that was made to essentially spread, ironically enough, fake news. You know, they're like, you don't read my thing, and it's just like, well, how about you fucking read? Uh, how about you fucking look at the pictures of people that were actually like murdered, or not even murdered, but like starved, or the mass graves were like literally. And again, it's detailed a little bit in Operation Paperclip, but like literally. And there's all other books about like. About, um, I read No Ordinary Men, which is essentially this book about how, like, these Nazi police officers had, like, gone from essentially being, like, non-murderers to just straight-up murderers, which I don't really care if they were quote-unquote ordinary men. I'm sorry, most ordinary men aren't Nazi police officers, but sure, okay, fine. We can pretend that ordinary men are, but they go from, like, quote-unquote being normal men to, like, literally taking naked, pregnant Jewish women out into the forest, having them dig mass graves, and this happened in Poland, having them dig, like, mass graves and then executing them and then shoving their bodies of, like, pregnant women into these mass graves. Horrifying, terrifying stuff. And it's just like, you know... Pfft. They're not real. They're not real people. Pfft, who cares? It's just like, oh my God. Jesus Christ. Again, um, I, I learned all of that in a book that I read. So. Anyways, I'm, I'm very annoyed with certain people who want to be like, you're not educated, I'm educated. Read my dumb book or read or watch my terrible documentary. And it's just like, how about I show you a documentary about the crimes of the Holocaust and things of that nature. Or maybe they just don't have like the mental capacity to understand another perspective. So I don't know. Kyrie wants to hide behind fucking I'm protecting my community and just give me a fucking break. Anyways.
Um, I'm sad to say this because I really do want to get onto sports topics and things of that nature, but um, I don't think this would blend well to go from talking about like the Holocaust and Jewish deniers and deniers of the Holocaust. I don't feel comfortable going from that to talking about sports in the very like traditional manner and things of that nature. So, um, we're going to end the podcast here. Sorry that it was such a gruesome podcast, but, um, good God, man, I, I cannot, I cannot fathom being that ignorant about something so serious and so fucking disturbing. Like, I remember as insane as Joe Rogan is, a couple of years ago, he had um, this conversation about, about the, um, the axis of evil, which is like Nazi... Germany, uh, not the Nazi Germany, excuse me, the, uh, the Nazis, the, the, uh, uh, the Italians, the Japanese, essentially, uh, just the group of countries that had formed an alliance during World War II, and he was just like, literally, our grandfathers fought against stormtroopers, like, the, the evil empire. In like Star Wars with like the emperor and the galaxy would be, you know, thrust into this age of darkness forever. If the emperor and Darth Vader won. And it's like, it's fictional. It's like, ah, it's not real. It's da 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 da. Until you like see and get these stories from these, uh, these fucking morons. And it's just like, wait, wait a fucking second. Uh, these motherfuckers are fucking denying the fucking Holocaust or they're belittling it. That is insane. But yeah, like that's where I'm at with, uh, with some of this stuff. Oh my God. It's just, it's just annoying. It's annoying to, uh, to see some of this stuff continue to happen. So I know, I know we, um, we haven't really, you know, talked about and handled a lot of uh, the things that we want to talk about here on the show, on the podcast over the last couple of days. I just, I just um, am severely disappointed in some of the, maybe not disappointed is the best way to describe it, but I'm incredibly annoyed with the quote unquote politically enlightened people. Um, who are ironically enough anything but. So, sorry that this podcast uh, is not what we wanted to talk about today, but that's fucking life. Sometimes you don't get to do the things that you want to do um, in an effort to make some shit right. So, I'm peacing out for tonight. I haven't even talked about all the things that I wanted to talk about tonight. Like, for example, not not just sports stuff, but for example, the whole... I mean, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. The whole Kanye West thing, you know, it, like I'm black, right? You want to know what fucking bothers me about Kanye West? 
specifically when it comes to he's such a fucking bitch. Oh my god, he's such a little bitch. Kanye West is a bitch. I'll say it. I'm so fucking annoyed with Kanye. His bullshit, man. Because the whole like slavery was a choice thing. I mean, I, like I'm not hurt by it because um because I'm an adult and I again, I don't care about Kanye West, but there's like there's like so many pictures. I remember seeing this like picture of like, and it was on Twitter. There was like this picture of like this slave who had like his back, like literally just like chewed up by fucking whips. Like he had scars on his back because of whips and shit like that. And the caption, like somebody tweeted that, that photo out and yeah, here it is. And it said like, um, like, is this a fucking choice? Like is, you know, this man who has been beaten brutally and has scars on the back, on his back, like disfigurement. Is this a choice? Is this an option? And I couldn't believe, like, at first I couldn't believe Kanye's stupidity. And then I just, I believed who he is because it's just like, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. And we had seen years upon, from like, that statement to I'm going to run for president in 2020 and then everybody laughs at him. Every black person laughs at him. Nobody who's black, ironically enough, is like, yep, Kanye West represents us. So ironic to the point where it's like Nazis are literally on the 404 in Los Angeles are like uh, putting out shit where it's just like Kanye West is right. Kanye is right because of course they, they love a Nazi sympathizer. And that's what Kanye West is. Either... Directly or indirectly, he's an obvious Nazi um, sympathizer. And it's just seeing this picture of literally like seeing pictures. And I had the, um, had the privilege of going to the Black History Museum in Washington, D.C. a couple of months ago and literally seeing like the houses where slaves lived in, seeing like the documents of like literally eight-year-old girls being sold into bondage, into slavery, from like one plantation to another, is extraordinarily informative and enlightening on whether or not slavery was a choice or not. So. Anyways, um... That is where I will end the podcast. That, once again, Kanye West uh, doesn't have enough brain cells to fucking, to fucking, you know, like, realize that he's getting played by Candace Owens um, because he, like, has this absolutely insane woman in his ear who's telling him to, uh, to essentially do anything and everything. And he has, he's obviously mentally unwell, um, and he has issues with mental health. But hey, fuck it, I have anxiety and depression. My anxiety, my anxiety, to a large degree, causes me to stutter. Uh, my depression does not turn me into a fucking racist, anti-Semitic piece of shit. 
I remember people like like it's ironic. It's like Kanye's fucking from Chicago. It's like motherfucker, you're from Chicago. He says like his mom like um helped out like his grandfather like knew Jesse Jackson or something like that. His mom was like um a part of the Black Panthers or something like that. And it's just like motherfucker, you're from Chicago where Emmett Till was. Your parents are like rooted in black history. And you have the fucking audacity to talk about like how like fucking slavery was a choice and shit like that. I can't fucking believe this. This is like it's insanity. And then it's like Kanye West is like seen of seen in like high school with this like say no to Nazis sign or not sign, but like this T-shirt. And it's just like the irony is, obviously, with his mom being a Black Panther and his, uh, his or not a Black Panther, but I guess working with the Black Panthers or with Jesse Jackson, I don't remember. But like, so much, so much of his family was essentially rooted in, you know, um, uh, like progressism progressivism and also the civil rights movement of the 1960s and here is here this dumb motherfucker is going on fucking being like yeah you know like and he and by the way in high school he's I, i'm looking at the picture right now i just googled it motherfuckers wearing a say no to fucking to new nazis new america it's just like what the fuck you dumb idiot you're so dumb that you can't even see your own like failings as a human being that literally your mom and your grandfather's legacies are being wiped out in front of you or not in front of you but because of you it's just like this dumb motherfucker can't fucking probably tie his dumb fucking shoestrings together of his overpriced shoes jesus fucking christ read a fucking book anyways that would have been an awesome place to end the podcast but i'll just end it now I'll be back tomorrow. I'll try this shit again tomorrow, except we'll talk about sports tomorrow, and we'll recap the game, uh, the games that happen on Sunday, while also getting into Thursday night's um, Amazon Prime game. So I already have the team that um, that I think will win tomorrow, and I'll talk about the team tomorrow. But I'll see you tomorrow. 24th podcast.